In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector, and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. I am Robin Boyd, and today I don't have Sandra with us. Uh, She is on a little family getaway, so we're wishing her uh, the best on her travels, and I'm sure many of you are in the the traveling mode this summer. It's, um, It's a wonderful way to have a short getaway with whether you have a a tight pocketbook right now or you're able to do some traveling uh, whether it's right in your backyard or whether it's a grand trip I hope it's a wonderful one for you and seeing that Sandra is away today I thought I would invite a co-host to be with me today you have met her before she's been with us she is the uh, founder of the parents of deployed service members uh, uh, group Facebook group and this is Marcel Marcella Stretch. Marcella, are you with us? Yes, I am. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you all doing today? Hi, I'm glad to great. be a co-host with oh, my friend Robin. Oh, we're so Robin. glad you're here. <laughs> it's so <laughs> wonderful to hear your voice. Um, yes, I'm glad to be here with you, Robin. Yeah, on a warm day. I'm sure it's warm down your way, too, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. We're we're in New Hampshire and uh it's just <laughs> it's just a very uncomfortably warm day and I guess uh that's what July's all about, isn't it? Yes it is. And where are you calling from? I'm in Maryland, right Maryland. near the Washington D C area. Yeah, you're not too too far down the way from us. Yeah. On a hot day, we might as well say today is, uh, it's either yesterday or today, I have to smile, it's National Ice Cream Day. So <laughs> I heard that story on the news just now. National if ice we're going to celebrate either that or I also heard that it could be um, in the South Corn Fritter Day. So I guess whether you care for corn fritters or whether you care for ice cream, it's your pick to which one to celebrate. I'll pick the ice cream. I think a lot of people, uh, you get some some people, though, who really love the corn fritters, but maybe combine them. Maybe have some kind of a waffle corn fritter with the ice cream on top and just do it all. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, are you awesome. having? Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about parents of deployed service members, Marcella, because I know that we're going to have you on in a couple of weeks. I believe the end of the month you were scheduled to come and be with us. But let's tell our listeners um, a little bit about your group. How many people do you have in your group? Currently, we have fourteen hundred members in the group. Isn't that amazing? Just to round it off, of fourteen hundred members. And since we've been on the air with you all, we have gained a lot of new members. That's wonderful. Well, we are so excited to have all of you joining us every week because the the feedback that we're getting is just fantastic. And this is one of the things that is so exciting about Military Mom Talk Radio is our ability to network and to tell someone else about something great or interesting or a shoulder to, uh, to lean on. Whatever it takes, that's part of what networking is all about. And that's that's what your group is is all about, isn't it? That's correct. We network with each other. We help each other out. We help the new parents. And the new parents, they are so excited when they find us because they're like, we always wanted something like this. And POTS is like the best thing, you know, the best connection they ever had for, mm. with dealing with their deployments. Because as a parent, you are left out of the loop in a lot of areas when it comes to your son or daughter being deployed. It is true, and I think it's very difficult at first because you don't know where to turn or you don't know what resources you should even be asking for. Um, even years and years since, um, actually, my, my father passed away in 1994. He was a World War II veteran, and I am just learning about some benefits that my mother um, should be applying for. And actually, I have to say it was thanks to one of our guests today, Debbie Gregory, um, from MilitaryConnection.com. And it's amazing what that networking does is to bring us all together and get information. As much as they hand out pieces of paper and brochures and whatnot in the military, it's not the same as sitting down with someone and having them say, gee, you know what you can do or you know who you could call or I went through it, this is what I did. And that is so true, Rob, and that is so true. And some of the parents, they are like, this is their first time even having a son or daughter to even join the military, so everything is brand new to them. Right. It's like some of these sons or daughters are deploying right after they finish basic and AIT training. So there was like no time for them to even learn the just the military jargon. Right. Do you have a cross-section of... Uh, uh- across the, the branches of the military, or are yes, you mostly we Army? Have all branches. Majority mm-hmm. of the people are Army, but we mm-hmm. welcome every branch. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And we should say that it is a, it's free to join your group. However, it is a closed group. We should That's make correct. that distinction. So yes. uh, if someone wanted to join your group, what is the process? What do they do? They would just um, do a search for parents of deployed service members through Facebook, and then they would submit their um, request to join, and then we will um, message them, or they can message me directly and just tell me what their affiliation is to a deployed um, service member is, because we want to make sure that no one is not a spouse or a girlfriend or, you know, any significant others. Great. We want to keep it just to parents or grandparents. 
uh, Marcella, in your demographic, do you have a lot of um, families that you know of whose spouses have deployed with their military loved ones? Do you do you have family members who whose spouses have deployed? Um, we have. Um, I know we had one situation where a parent had her son and the daughter-in-law were deployed together. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm bringing that up, because I'm going to introduce our first guest very shortly. And Mm -hmm. as our, um, I can only imagine as a military parent, not only having your, your son or daughter deployed, but if their spouse decides to follow with them, that, and that's very difficult for the family left behind, and sometimes it's very difficult for the, um, the, the family unit that, has, that deploys together. And I was just wondering if you had parents uh, in your group who have both, both a, a, a son or daughter and their spouse that have gone. We have had, um, I know of one case for sure, but there, Mm -hmm. I I believe there has been at least two cases. Wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because one of the uh, things that I wanted to uh, bring Kristen Boyd on uh, today to share with everybody is that uh, deployment can be a family thing. (laughs) And I'm so excited because speaking of traveling, uh, Kristen has been able to come home. She has been deployed with her husband. I shouldn't say deployed, I should say stationed um, with her husband uh, at the base in Germany and has been there for a number of years. And um, one of the things that is hard is that as their family grows, we back home don't get a chance to see them very often. And we did have a family uh, get together this weekend and Kristen was able to come as did her husband get away. So uh, while we are um, getting ready, I do have her. Oh, good. We do have her on. Kristen, are you with us, dear? Hi, Robin. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Kristen Boyd. You are a military wife, aren't you? Yes. Yay. For almost 18 years. Almost 18 years. In November of 1994, you got married, didn't you? Yeah. 94. Hi, Kristen. How you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm great. This is Marcella. I'm (laughs) co-hosting with um, my friend Robin. Yeah. Very nice to hear you. Speaking of traveling, Kristen's getting as much traveling in this weekend or in this couple of weeks that you're here uh, as you can. How long have you been stateside, Kristen? Um, about uh, about four weeks right now. Wow. We have wow. An, about another week or so. Yep, one week actually. That's that's Until exciting. we go back to Germany. Yeah, yeah. And on the other side of the break, I want to talk a little bit about being um, on a base and your networking and that sort of thing. Um, Marcella, do you have, uh, where is your son now? Uh, Right now, my son is, one son is actually out of the military and the other son is in the reserve. Okay. And the one, Mm -hmm. oh, so the one that's in the reserves is actually home or is he? Yes, he's home. uh, His schedule for deployment is next year. Oh, it's not until next year. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And when your son, your other son was active, was he, de- whereabouts was he deployed to? 
she deployed to Iraq 2009 through 2010. I see. I that see. That was a 12-month deployment. Yeah, yeah. Now, was he, um, it, it, are either of your sons married? No, they're both single. They are both single. So it, I'm just asking that because it is a, a big family unit that is um, oftentimes involved when you have not only a, a, a child that's deployed, but then you have the, um, your daughter or son-in-law who is either home with you or very, very far away. And as, uh, as I'm saying, we've had Kristen over in, and Adam over in Germany for quite a while. And their two children probably have spent a great number of years of their life in Germany instead of America. So that's pretty exciting. On the other side of the break, we'll talk a little bit more with Kristen and talk about what it's like living, uh, away from home. <laughs> and we have Marcella Stretch from the Parents of Deployed Service Members filling in today. And we'll be back in a moment after this break on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Tugginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it 
It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd, and I'm joined today by, with, um, uh, in Sandra Beck's absence, by Marcella Stretch. She is the founder of the Parents of Deployed Service Members Facebook group, and a lot of people have been networking with. Uh, Marcella on her wonderful group, a great group of people. And we should say happy birthday, Marcella. You just celebrated a, a birthday last week. Congratulations. Yes, happy Friday. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I received so many well wishes from everybody, even people I didn't even know sent me wishes. It was such an awesome birthday. Well, see, you're famous, so of course people are going to send you <laughs> send you greetings. Well, we hope we're glad it was a wonderful day. We uh, later on in the show we will have Debbie Gregory from the Veteran and Military Business Owners Association, as well as uh, author John Rothdiner. And but first, we're on with Kristen Boyd, a military wife, and um, uh, Kristen. How you said you've been married almost eighteen years. When you first married Adam, um, was he in the military already? I know the answer, but I'm I'm asking on he behalf was, of our family. He was still in school at West Point. He was at West Point. So do not you, considered active do, duty, but do you recall having a discussion with him about whether his this was going to be a career for him, or at one point was he just thinking of doing a short term in the military? Um, we really actually never discussed it. It kind of it always seemed well. What what's the next move, and where will that be, and would we like to do that? And it and usually it seemed good assignments, so he stayed in, and now it's. Over 20 years, so well, Isn't that something? we see what the next assignment is and how that goes. And we should say he is a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess one of the things that I really want to share with everybody is the decision on your part, whether to stay at home or whether to move. And I'm sure that this decision happened even before children kind of came into your mind, but did you, right from the get-go, think, oh, I'm just going to travel with him? Uh, yes. And his first assignment um, was Fort Carson in Colorado Springs, and that just seemed wonderful with the mountains, and it was, seemed beautiful, and I'd never been there, but, um, and then it seemed, well, the next assignment, and that also seemed interesting, so we'll see what that's about, and then... Um, so really, it's even even going to certain places that oh I don't know if I want to live there. It's what you 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 make out of it what you put in. So so we still just continue to, <laughs> to move <laughs> to travel. Um, yeah. What kind of tra- challenges has cha- has traveling uh, given you? I- I'm sure it hasn't been easy. Well, now that the um, as the children are getting older and um, more into school, um, changing schools is is challenging for them. And we do try to research the area beforehand and what the schools will be like, and try to help the kids mm-hmm. as much as we can. So so far, that's worked out, and they've always seemed ready to move. But 
that's it's definitely a challenge because you don't know exactly what the school will be like and if the kids will be happy and so that's always a little frustrating <laughs> well sure i know we had a representative from uh the dodea on uh, oh i'm over a year ago now that was one of the things that they were really striving to establish was so that if a child is, say, in Europe going to an American school there and then integrating back into the schools here in the States, that their curriculum was going to be, um, it's not going to be seamless, but it's certainly going to be, a, a child will be able to s- sort of blend in with, with little disruption. And that does seem to be the case, and um, and they really do try to help you. And usually, the schools that we've transitioned to um, have had previously previous military children move in. Although mm-hmm. we did have the experience when we moved back to Massachusetts for a couple of months, um, that with my daughter starting kindergarten, that was a little no other military children were there, so it was it was a little more of a a little more of a challenge, but that also worked out very well. And it was kindergarten, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, how many uh, how many years have the children actually been in schools in Germany? Um, well, our oldest will be about six years, and our youngest, well, for him, it would be about five because he was born in Germany. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I had a niece. You know, I remember when my uh, cousin was military. Um, now they're retired military, but their children were spent many years in Germany because they received two tours in Germany. And yeah. one of the children were actually born in Germany as well. And yeah. as a trip, they um, after they came out of the military, when, the, when my cousin became, I think, 18 years old, she decided to go to Germany, you know, as an adult just to see where she was born. Uh, we, we actually live in the same town that he was born in. Um, we returned there as for the second tour, and so he he can see where yes. <laughs> so we're doing that now. So. <laughs> um, Marcella, I, do you have a question for uh, a, a different question for for Kristen? Um, I was going to ask, um, how many more years do you do your family plan to um, remain in the military? Well, we're not sure exactly. Um, my husband did just. Um, past 20 years, um, and we'll be in Germany one more year, and then we will move to Arizona for two years. So we we do have at least three more years. Um, And at that point, we will decide um, if he'll retire from Arizona or continue on. Okay. The other thing that I was going to uh, ask, Kristen, is when you're overseas, have you found it easy to um, network with other military wives? Well, being in uh, the number of years that we've been in now, um, we do know a lot of people. And when we tend to move, we keep running across some of the same people. So that that has been very nice. Um, but even if there's just one person that I've known before, it always helps in the transition. So, um, so that's a benefit when we yeah. when we move. 
because I'm sure the, uh, even stateside will have people say they'll be on base and there's a small group of people that at least that they can chat with. But when someone's living off base, it does present a problem to a certain degree because they their neighbors aren't military. They don't understand uh, having your spouse away um, and and sometimes even having the children whose dad can't come to uh, bring your dad to school day or what, whatever's going on. Um, it's a little harder sometimes even on the kids, too. That's true. That's true. And you do, um, in, in situations like that, you would try to have some friends help you out and see what you can do there and reach out. That's just the key to reach out to other people and and ask for help. <laughs> right, right. And and one of the things that we've talked about on other shows is the fact that the Internet does give us so many more resources now, whereas probably 20, 30 years ago, we, we simply waited for a letter, and that was all we did. We didn't have the ability to get into a forum like the parents of deployed service members or uh, a military wives group. Um, and this is really beneficial because you can network with a lot of a lot of other people. Yes, that is they've been very helpful. Yeah, yeah. That's go ahead, I love the internet. I was going to say the internet is the best resource <laughs> when you can't have face-to-face meetings with people. You you'll always be able to find some kind of group or chat to join where there is a you know common denominator between you know the people that's there. And I think the military has kept up in that in that sense that they they will put a lot of things online and they will have a lot of resources that you can turn to um, from the internet online. So I think they've done a pretty good job there. There's even one. I think I tapped into one from Germany as a matter. I got U.S. Army Garrison Wiesbaden. So, oh yes, there's that. And so every every base in Germany and um, in other areas would have their own website and and they're all you can link to all the others actually in the world through through that as well that's pretty cool Kristen do you suggest that people consider traveling with their military spouse if that opportunity is there um, I guess it does also depend on your on your job and what you do have um, and what sort of um, what sort of home life you do have and it, it, there's a lot of factors that it determines whether you should or not and and how you'll be able to still remain in contact with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Kristen, Chris, let me ask, is one of the yeah. um, determinative factors if the spouse decides to um, relocate with the um, military uh, person, the tour can be longer because they're together and shorter if they decide not to go together? Um, that's true. Usually... Um, I'm not sure about for Europe, but for um, Japan and Korea. Um, if you're with your spouse, it would be a three-year tour, and if you're unaccompanied, it would be a two-year tour, which is a long time without your spouse. But, um, usually the, the Army would provide you with a plane ticket every year if you're doing the two-year tour. Um, so it it depends on, on where you are located, and they are changing the rules somewhat in Germany, and they're making more tours unaccompanied as well because they're starting the downsides of the military. So 
it depends on the area and and where you can go. Kristen, it's been so great to have you on. Uh, we're heading into another commercial break, so we're going to say thank you, Kristen Boyd, and God bless. We're so glad you're stateside for now and hope that it won't be too long before you'll be stateside for good. Kristen Boyd, thanks so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> on the thank other you. side of the break, we've got uh, so much, uh, Debbie Gregory uh, coming on from Veterans and Military Business Owners Are Association. Military be back in a moment. for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning, well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Information is power. The power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd. Um, not solo today, but without Sandra today. She is traveling. She is meeting up with some family in, in the next few days. So we wish her happy and safe travels, and I hope that uh, she is staying cool. In In the meantime, we have Marcella Stretch from the Parents of Deployed Service Members with us. Uh, Marcella, thanks so much for being with us today. It's always great to have you on. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm glad to be here to help out. Good. Did you have some ice cream during the break for National Ice Cream Day? I sure did. <laughs> I will 
when the show is over with. <laughs> All righty. Um, later on in the show, we have... Uh, John Rothdiner. He is an author who just released a new book, The Quest for Forgiveness. Uh, but in in this segment, we want to welcome Debbie Gregory. She is the founder of MilitaryConnection.com, the absolute go-to uh, website for anything and everything you need to know for uh, military resources. But one of the groups that she also has established is the Veterans and Military Business Owners Association, um, acronym, of course, VAMBOA. Debbie, are you with us? Robin. Hi, welcome. It's nice to uh, be here. Nice to be back on a wonderful show. And um, congratulations on being um, a host today. Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm always the cohort, and I'm glad that we have Marcella here. She's doing a great job. Hi, Marcella. Hi, hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I heard you have a lot of information for us. Right. Um, Bamboa, I wanted to share... You know, just to give you guys an idea of uh, what role veterans play in businesses. First of all, small businesses in general are the fuel that runs the engine's economy. They generate more jobs. They generate more revenues than all of the large corporations. Um, According to a census, veterans own about 2.4 million businesses, or 9% of all of America's businesses. And they generate... Veteran-owned businesses generate $1.2 trillion in receipts and employ nearly 6 million Americans. 500,000 of these businesses have paid employees. Uh, there's 7,500 of them which employ more than 100 people, which are significant-sized businesses. Um, when you include businesses in which veterans are at least one-half owners, the numbers rise to 3.7 million businesses, or 13.5% of all businesses. So veteran-owned businesses play a significant role. And veterans have wonderful skills to be business owners. You know, they're disciplined. They know how to complete the mission. They're hardworking. Many uh, veterans coming out of military service, starting their own business and becoming entrepreneurs is a wonderful option for them and might even be a better option for some people than, you know, being employed, you know, by a company. You're, you're Debbie, so right, do you Debbie, think, oh, I'm sorry, Marcella, do you oh, think no, I was going to say that um, my son, yeah. who's no longer in the military, he's um, medically retired, mm-hmm. He, one of his um, dreams is to start college and major in business administration so that he can start his own business. Right, and I'll tell you something firsthand. As a woman business owner, and I was mm-hmm. woman business owner of the year for Novo and uh, Pacific Coast Business Times, you work harder than you ever would working for someone else. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, but you're passionate about it because it is your business, and sometimes, you know, you have challenges, and if something doesn't work one way, you have to try something else and cut your losses, and um, it's always interesting, let me put it that way. Yeah. Do you think proportionately, Debbie, there are more people exploring entrepreneurship than ever before? I think so, and I think so. It's out of necessity um, if you're on the job market and you can't get a decent job, why not start your own business? Sometimes you can start a business without a lot of capital. There are, uh, for veterans, different financing vehicles, including Patriot Express loans, uh, micro loans to establish credit. 
Uh, there's a lot of resources. In fact, Vamboa is entering a partnership with a group called Entrepreneurs for Change, and we're going to be offering uh, one-week classes for future business owners. Wow. And this will be um, may, uh, staffed by... Um, we have trainers and, and so forth. It's a full one-week course, and um, it, you know, some of them will be, you know, we're talking about uh, to the, it's going to be offered initially in California, mm-hmm. okay? And we're going to see how that program grows before expanding it nationwide. And California has more veterans and more veteran business owners than any other state. So it's a good place to, you know, start the program. And right now we have some funding where we won't have to charge veterans. Um, At some point, you know, it isn't a bottomless uh, resource. There may be some charges to cover the expenses, but we're trying to be inventive. Uh, We're talking to the VA about using some of their facilities in the state. Uh, We're working with foundations and so forth uh, to provide the, um, the venues. And, uh, now, we're, and, I'm we're, sorry, you were saying this is going to be where, Debbie? Well, it's going to be in California. If anybody wants information about it, they can contact me. Uh, they can email me, info, I-N-F-O, at militaryconnection.com. That's the best email to get me, and we'll send them some information. But we're going to be starting our first orientation in August, and uh, the classes are about 20 people. And when you finish the class, you're going to have a business plan. You're going to learn about financing, all the basics. And we're even going to go so far as to partner you with some uh, microfinancing. Um, have ever, any of you ever heard of Kiva? It's a program used in third world nations where uh, people starting businesses, um, they get small loans. In this instance, it would probably be you know, $5,000 loans mm-hmm. so that the veteran has the ability to pay it back and establish credit to get more funding. Wow. I've never heard of that wow. concept. And uh, we're even going to facilitate those loans, um, in a, you know, in addition. And uh, also what is wonderful about this program is I hear from many industries that they need veteran business owners, especially service-disabled veteran business owners in their particular area, and sometimes they can't find them. This would be a wonderful opportunity for corporations to incubate their own veteran business owners and uh, to sponsor some of these uh, training seminars. Now, is this seminar uh, different from what's coming up for you in August down in Louisiana? Um, what's coming? I, I think you, I, I, you've got something down at the um, Ernest Morial Convention Center in New Orleans. I think that's um, sponsored by the Department of Veteran Affairs. It, it probably is sponsored by them, not me. But we, we list all the events so that you know our veterans all over the country can take advantage of them. And the, and the VA just had their uh, huge um, uh, small business, uh, uh, the, the uh, veterans, I think it was the sixth annual small business conference, and it was in Detroit. And they had oh, okay. over 4,000 veteran business owners at it. It was okay. a three- or four-day conference, and they do a fabulous job. In fact, we uh, Military Connection uh, provided uh, advertising for it to get the word out so that people could go to it and take advantage of it. And I and last year it was in Las Vegas, and uh, they haven't determined where it's going to be next, this coming year. Mm, mm-hmm. Now, 
with um, so many people sort of starting to um, get get sent back home, hopefully, that we're getting some more troops coming back. Do you think it's important for current uh, active military to start planning an exit strategy and think about where they're they're heading when they get home? Should they start thinking about it now? I think it's a good idea. I, my own opinion is that uh, the main thing on their minds is coming home. And sure. um, there's wonderful top resources available, but, you know, it's a lot of information. And people have a tendency when they get too much information to tune out. And what happens is they come home, they reintegrate, spend time, and then all of a sudden they're veterans and they need to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of their lives as civilians. And, um, you know, there's programs uh, now to uh, that are coming aboard uh, post-TAP courses. Um, one of our goals is to provide a virtual environment for veteran business owners and for transitioning military where they can access resources 24-7. If they get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and they need a new business plan or they need to know how to write a resume, we want to be able to have it online virtually, mm. not just in, you know, on the site, but, I mean, interactively, and that's something that we're moving toward. Oh, that's wonderful. With, with the webinar capabilities and whatnot, there's no reason why there can't be more opportunities like that. Um, the, the Internet just provides so many, so many new opportunities like that. It, it um, does. You're right, Robin. Uh, we've only got a couple minutes, Debbie. And in that closing, what would, you, what would your best advice if someone was considering a small business? Should they, should they go for it? Should they be a little nervous about it? What should they well, do? Well, you're always nervous about it. I'm still nervous about it, and I've been in business over 10 years. Um, you know, you have all kinds of challenges. Uh, some of us uh, have payrolls to meet, and you worry about, you know, your business is your family. In fact, quite honestly, I probably spend more hours working than I do with my family, but that's the nature of work. Um, I think that it's important to do something that you know, and if you can't think of something directly, there's also many franchising opportunities where they're offering significant discounts for veterans, too, where it's a turnkey operation. Wow. And my best advice is, you know, even if you've got buddies, relatives, or whatever, you've got to remember you're running a business, and every decision impacts everything else. And you've mm-hmm. got to make decisions that are sometimes hard decisions, but they're in the best interest of everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We want people to find you at Vamboa, and that's V as in Victor, A-M-B-O-A, Veterans and Military Business Owners Association dot org, that is. Right, Debbie? Right, and if um, anyone in California is interested in uh, becoming an entrepreneur and going through the training, uh, please email me at info at militaryconnection.com. And there's no S at the end of connection. And we'll send you an orientation orientation material. That's wonderful. Debbie, thanks so much. It's always great having you here. Rob and Marcella, it's my pleasure.
On the other side of the break, we have John Rothdeiner. Uh, he is an author, and you will be so pleased to meet Are him. Are you a military back in a mom moment. looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and we'll be right back after these. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. You put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd on Military Mom Talk Radio. And as Sandra travels all over the countryside... <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure what neck of the wood she's in today, but she's been uh, traveling a little bit right now. And I am joined today by with uh, by Marcella. And I got some feet coming in. I'm so sorry. Marcella, are you with us? Did we lose you? I'm here. I'm here. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, Marcella, we have a gentleman coming on. His name is John Rothdeiner. He's an author, and he has just released a book called The Quest for Forgiveness. And um, John, are you with us right now? Yeah, I'm Robin. Hi, welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks for, thanks for hanging in there. You've been listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we want to 
to get a little bit of information about this book. This is not your your first book. You have uh, published another book um, and some articles and whatnot. But what about this book, The Quest for Forgiveness? Uh, the Quest for Forgiveness uh, is a story which would take you on a journey of a young girl from her life at an orphanage in Kuwait. Uh, she becomes the world's most successful entertainer. Uh, the main mm. character, her name is Brianna Bays, and she faces dire consequences created by her choices as a young girl. And those choices came from a lie she told as a teenager, which sent an innocent man to prison. And her mind is tortured by that lie every day. Uh, music is the only way she can cope with it. Eventually, oh, wow. she pa- uh, her past catches up to her, and even her music can no longer hide or cover that lie. And it comes to a point where she has to face her consequences. Uh, it's a story that's filled with lies and deceit uh, along a path that leads to forgiveness and redemption. Uh, one of my book reviews said, it was a G-rated book with R-rated materials, uh, which it is, but is tastefully mm-hmm. written. Uh, mainly it is a book which encourages the reader to search their own life. Uh, it's a story about an ordinary life which becomes extraordinary. Hmm. It's fiction, but was it based on some, some true things that you were either aware of or experienced? Uh, no. It just uh, uh, it, it's, uh, came to me in a dream one night. Really? And uh, I got up in the middle of the night, and uh, I, I dreamt it, and I said to my wife, said, what are you doing? And uh, I was standing there collecting my thoughts, and, and I said, I just had this dream, and I've got to put it down uh, on paper. So I ran yeah. to my computer, and by sunrise, I had the entire novel drafted. Uh, months later, when the novel was finished, I added two chapters to tie pieces of the story together. Uh, since then, whenever I have a dream, I jump up and run to the computer, and uh, uh, my computer's filled with stories, just waiting to be brought to life. Wow. <laughs> coffee at your house for breakfast must be quite interesting. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I get my cup of coffee, and I sit down in my easy chair next to my little dog and my cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be saying, so, what did you dream last night, dear? <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is a part one of a series, is that correct? Uh, well, yes, uh, but they're not related at all. Uh, I see. It's just, uh, they're just, each, everybody has a quest in life. And uh, you may not know it, but you, you do. And uh, each one of these uh, stories of the, que- of the quest of the, uh, each character, uh, it just continues, uh, but, but each one is different. Uh, my next one is a lot different than this one here, and uh, I have two others uh, in, in the working, and, uh, but no, uh, they, are, they are not the same. The next one is uh, The Quest for Freedom, is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, well, yes it was, and, uh, but uh, God put on my heart to uh, jump to this next one I just finished. Uh, it's about a little girl, a 10-year-old little girl named Skye, uh-huh. uh, who is everything each of us should be. And I don't want to get into exactly who she is at uh, this time, sure. because, uh, but it, it's going to really touch people's hearts. Uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's just something that I had to get out before Christmas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm sure that this must be... Um exciting but it also must be sort of taking over your life sometimes if you don't get it all down 
that is true. It, it takes between 12 and 18 months to uh, get a book from uh, the moment I started to get it edited to get it uh, on the shelves. It takes between 12 mm-hmm. and 18 months, and it takes a lot of work. Uh, uh, my editors, uh, we work sometimes uh, day and night trying to get everything right, and uh, uh, we, we'll go over the book in, the, in its entirely and then come back and we'll, uh, there's mistake, 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 and then we do it again, we find mistakes, and it, you know, it, it, it is kind of a, it, it's not an easy task. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think we, when we have had other people from the Military Writers Society of America on, they um, will say, you know, just get it down on paper, get the thoughts down, because you can later go back and get all of that editing done. But rather than being so consumed with the, the, the grammar, is it a semicolon or a colon, or should there be a quote, or is it italics, get your concept down first. And I'm sure that must be what you do in, in the morning after you've had these these thoughts come to you. That is correct. I, I get it all down on paper. Uh, computer now, they call it paper, but it's a computer now. Yeah. Makes life easy. But uh, uh, I do, I, I, I get it all down, and uh, then I send it to my, well, actually my, my wife. She's the person to go through it, and uh, she checks it all out to make sure mm-hmm. uh, I have things right in order. And most, um, uh, sometimes they're, they're, they're she has to redo something, put something up here, a paragraph down there, and uh, then it goes to my uh, my other two editors, and and they check it out, and then it comes back to us again, and it goes back and forth. Hmm. Have you used um, the same editor each time? Yeah, obviously your wife, but as far as other editors, or do you find, uh, depending on what the content of the book is, you've used different people? Uh, no, I've used the same editors, yes. Hmm. I, and I can only assume that sometimes uh, a technical advisor is almost necessary if you've written, written something. If you were talking about a, say a, a particular military encampment or you've talked about, I don't know, a medical. I, I think of Robin Cook writing about medical things. Well, he was a physician, so yes, he knew about those things. But you would have to have an editor that was savvy in uh, uh, medical practices in order to be an accurate editor on those kinds of books. Uh, that is correct. Uh, in my Righteous Rescue, I uh, I had to find out to the, the, get the weapons right and all that and the, and the, uh, uh, the transportation right. And, and, and my next book, that's called, uh, there's no title for it yet, but it's about a little girl named Sky. So Sky mm-hmm. would probably definitely be in the uh, uh, in the title, I hope, and uh, I had to get some medical advice because there's a lot of uh, uh, medical terms in there. Hmm. Hmm. So, John, let me ask you this: Where can we purchase your book? Uh, where can we purchase it? Uh, right now, you can uh, purchase it at uh, most online stores: Amazon, Barnes and Noble, places like that, and a, a few bookstores like uh, uh, Christian Publishers Outlet carry it. But uh, oh. a- a- Amazon's probably the uh, Amazon and Barnes and Noble to talk to probably. Can it be downloaded as well through a uh, Yes, yeah. Uh, you, you can buy the uh, the paperback or you can get the uh, the ebook. Okay. Which has become very 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 popular. So. Yes, I love ebooks. Yes. I was going to ask, uh, I was actually chatting, trying to uh, catch Marcella in, in, um, 
John, how many other books have you written? Uh, do we would we find them all on Amazon? Do you have a you have one website I see that has uh, the Quest and and one other book? Uh, yes, I've written two other books: uh, Terror in Teutoburg Forest, uh, which is about a, uh, a fiction battle about a, a battle that was uh, that was fought in the year nine A.D. Uh, uh, roughly twenty thousand Roman soldiers marched into a forest, and they never came out. It's a true story uh, in in, in Teutoburg, Germany. Oh, and, okay. Uh, the next one was uh, Righteous uh, Rescue, which is about six POWs who are. Uh, rescued 40 years after uh, being a POW in Vietnam. And that one, uh, the name of that one again? Uh, Righteous Rescue. Righteous Rescue. Um, I want people to also have your website, John. Could you give us your website? Uh, yes, it's www.johnrothdiener, R-O-T-H-D-I-E-N-E-R.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, also www.jlrothdiner, R-O-T-H-D-I-E-N-E-R dot com. Okay. John, do you have a Facebook page as well? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, uh, just John Rothdiner, but I also have a Quest uh, uh, for Forgiveness uh, Facebook, too. And that's what we would search, right? The Quest for Forgiveness? Yes. Okay, and I think there's a the in front of it. So, um, But I think Facebook does this. It's funny how sometimes you'll try to be searching for something and it doesn't quite come up. So I see the quest for forgiveness is, is your Facebook page. John, it's been wonderful meeting you, and I look forward to reading some of your other books. Um, it's been a pleasure to get, to get to meet you and get to know a little bit more about, about your stories. Thanks so much. Uh, could I add one more thing? That my Absolutely. Book is, my book has been nominated Best Christian Novel for 2012 uh, Reader's Favorite. Oh my goodness. I'm so, uh, so glad you, you brought that up. That's amazing. Thank you and congratulations. Okay, but thank you. Have a good day. Great. Okay. Thanks. You and I'm joining your page now, John. Okay, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next week, uh, I want to say, uh, before we say goodbye today, we're going to have Jody Bramer on, talking a little bit about the effects that uh, deployment has on siblings, um, something that's very, very important to uh, stop and realize and consider. Uh, Marcella, thank you so much for being with us today. It's just always wonderful having you, and we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks when Sandra's back. Great. Have a a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing everybody uh, next week when we, like I say, we'll have Jody Bremer and we do have somebody else um, that is scheduled as well and I'm afraid I don't have her name in front of me so uh, we'll just be surprised. We'll have Jody and we will have Sandra back next week. For all of you traveling, no matter where your travels are bringing you, I hope that they are safe and joyous meeting up with family and that's what summer's all about. So we are so appreciative if you've missed any part of the show. We always welcome you to find us on iTunes on MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com and you can always find us right here on Toganet.com on our show page. We thank you all for being with us and we look forward to seeing you back here next week on Military Mom Talk Radio.